Welcome to our podcast, and this week at London Visited, we go to Tower Bridge to tell you all about this extremely iconic part of London. My name is Steve, and each week I'll bring to you the facts, history, and information about different parts of this great capital. If you've been to London, are planning on visiting, live here, or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see so many videos covering this place and so many others across London. And now, to this week's podcast, which is a request. Tower Bridge is a Grade 1 listed combined bascule and suspension bridge in London, built between 1886 and 1894, designed by Horace Jones and engineered by John Wolfe Barry. The bridge crosses the River Thames close to Tower of London and is one of five London bridges owned and maintained by the Bridge House Estates, a charitable trust founded in 1282. The bridge was constructed to give better access to the east of London, which had expanded its commercial potential in the 19th century. The bridge was opened by Edward, Prince of Wales, and Alexandra, Princess of Wales, in 1894. The bridge is 800 feet in length and consists of two 213-foot bridge towers connected at the upper level by two horizontal walkways and a central pair of bascules that can open up to allow shipping. Originally hydraulically powered, the operating mechanism was converted into an electro-hydraulic system in 1972. The bridge is part of the London Inner Ring Road and thus the boundary of the London congestion charge zone and remains an important traffic route with 40,000 crossings every day. The bridge deck is freely accessible to both vehicles and pedestrians, whereas the bridge's twin towers, high-level walkways and Victorian engine rooms form part of the Tower Bridge exhibition. Tower Bridge has become a recognisable London landmark. It's sometimes confused with London Bridge, about half a mile upstream, which has led to a popular urban legend about an American purchasing the wrong bridge. Several stunt pilots have also flown underneath the bridge, including the pioneering Francis McLean. In the late 19th century, commercial development in the East End of London increased, leading to demand for a new river crossing downstream of London Bridge. A traditional fixed bridge at street level could not be built because it would cut off access by sailing ships to port facilities at the Pool of London, between London Bridge and Tower of London. A special bridge or subway committee, chaired by Sir Albert Joseph Altman, was formed in 1877 to find a solution. More than 50 designs were submitted, including one from civil engineer Sir Joseph Baselgate. It was rejected because of a lack of sufficient headroom. A design was not approved until 1884, when it was decided to build a bascule bridge. Sir John Wolfe Barry was appointed engineer and Sir Horace Jones the architect, who was one of the judges. An Act of Parliament authorising construction was passed in 1885. It specified the opening span must give clear width of 200 feet and a headroom of 135 feet, and construction had to be in a Gothic style. Construction was funded by the Bridge House Estates, a charity established in 1282 for maintenance of London Bridge, that subsequently expanded to cover Tower Bridge, Blackfriars Bridge, Southwark Bridge and the Millennium Bridge. Barry designed a bridge with two bridge towers built on piers. The central span was split into two equal bascules, or leaves, which could be raised to allow river traffic to pass. The two-sided spans were suspension bridges, with rods anchored both at the abutments and through rods contained in the bridge's upper walkways. Construction started in 1886, with a foundation stone laid by the Prince of Wales on the 21st of June and it took eight years. Major contractors included Sir John Jackson, the Foundations, Armstrong Mitchell & Company, 
Hydraulics, William Webster, and Sir William Arrell and Co. 432 people worked on the site. E.W. Crutwell was the resident engineer for the construction. Two piers, containing over 70,000 tonnes of concrete, were sunk into the riverbed to support the construction. More than 11,000 tonnes of steel were used in the framework for the towers and walkways, which were then clad in Cornish granite and Portland stone to protect the underlying steelwork. Jones died in 1887 and George D. Stevenson took over the project. Stevenson replaced Jones's original brick facade with a more ornate Victorian Gothic style, which made the bridge a distinctive landmark and was intended to harmonise the bridge with the nearby Tower of London. The total cost of construction was £1,184,000, which is the equivalent to £136 million in this day's money. Tower Bridge was officially opened on the 30th of June 1894 by the Prince and Princess of Wales. The opening ceremony was opened by the Lord Chamberlain, the Lord Carrington, and the Home Secretary H. H. Asquith. An Act of Parliament stipulated that a tugboat should be on station to assist vessels in danger when crossing the bridge a requirement that remained in place until the 1960s. The bridge connected Iron Gate, on the north bank of the river, with Horsley Down Lane, on the south, now known as Tower Bridge Approach and Tower Bridge Road, respectively. Until the bridge was opened, the Tower Subway, quarter of a mile to the west, was the shortest way to cross the river from Tower Hill to Tooley Street in Southwark. Opened in 1870, Tower Subway was among the world's earliest underground tube railways but it closed just after three months and was reopened as a tolled pedestrian foot tunnel. Once Tower Bridge was open, the majority of foot traffic transferred to using the bridge, as there was no toll to cross. Having lost most of its income, the tunnel was closed in 1898. The high-level open walkways between the towers gained a reputation for prostitutes and pickpockets, since they were only accessible by stairs. The walkways were seldom used by regular pedestrians and were closed in 1910. The walkway reopened in 1982 as part of the Tower Bridge exhibition. During the Second World War, Tower Bridge was seen as a major transport link to the Port of London and consequently was a target for enemy action. In 1940, the high-level span took a direct hit, severing the hydraulic mechanism and taking the bridge out of action. In April 1941, a parachute mine exploded close to the bridge, causing serious damage to the bascule towers and the engine room. In 1942, a third engine was installed in case the existing ones were damaged by enemy action. It was a 150 horsepower horizontal cross compound engine built by Vickers Armstrong Limited at their Ellswick Works in Newcastle upon Tyne. It was fitted with a flywheel having a 9 foot diameter and weighing 9 tons and was governed to the speed of 30 revs per minute. The engine became redundant when the rest of the system was modernised in 1974 and was donated to a nearby steam museum by the City of London Corporation. The southern section of the bridge, in the London Borough of Southwark, was Grade 1 listed in December 1949. The remainder of the bridge, in the London Borough of Tower Hamlets, was listed in September 1973. In 1974, the original operating mechanism was largely replaced by a new electro-hydraulic drive system, designed by BHA Cromwell House, with the original final pinions driven by modern hydraulic motors. In 1982, the Tower Bridge exhibition opened, housed in the bridge's twin towers, the long-closed high-level walkways and Victorian engine rooms. The latter still housed the original steam engines and some of the original hydraulic machinery. The bridge was closed for a month in 2000 to repair the bascules and perform other maintenance. A computer system was installed to control the raising and the lowering of the bascules remotely, 
However, the system proved unreliable, resulting in the bridge being stuck in the open or closed positions on several occasions during 2005, until its sensors were replaced. In April 2008, authorities announced that the bridge would undergo a £4 million refurbishment that would take four years to complete. The work entailed stripping the existing paint down to bare metal and repainting in blue and white. Before this, the British colour scheme dated from 1977, when it was painted red, white and blue for Queen Elizabeth II's Silver Jubilee. Its colours were subsequently restored to blue and white. Each section was enshrouded in scaffolding and plastic sheeting to prevent the old paint falling into the Thames and causing pollution. Starting in mid-2008, contractors worked on a quarter of the bridge at the time to minimise disruption, but some road closures were inevitable. The completed work should stand for 25 years. The renovation of the walkway interior was completed in mid-2009. A new lighting system was designed for use in exhibitions and functions. These were designed to be concealed within the bridge superstructure and fixed without the need for drilling, owing to the bridge's Grade 1 listing. The renovation of the four suspension chains was completed in March 2010 using a state-of-the-art coating system required for up to six different layers of paint. On the 8th of July 2012, as part of the London Olympics, the West Walkway was transformed into a 200-foot-long live musical sculpture. 30 classical musicians were arranged along the length of the bridge, above the Thames, behind the Olympic rings. The sound travelled backwards and forwards along the walkway, echoing the structure of the bridge. Following the Olympics, the rings were removed from Tower Bridge and replaced by the emblems of the Paralympic Games for the 2012 Summer Paralympics. In 2016, Tower Bridge was closed to all road traffic from the 1st of October to the 30th of December. This was to allow structural maintenance work to take place on the timber decking, lifting mechanism and waterproofing the brick arches on the bridge's approaches. During this, the bridge was still open to waterborne traffic. It was open to pedestrians for all but three weeks, when a free ferry service was in operation. The bridge is 800 feet in length, with two towers each 213 feet high, built on piers. The central span of 200 feet between the towers is split in two equal bascules, or leaves, which can be raised to an angle of 86 degrees to allow river traffic to pass. The bascules, weighing over 1,000 tonnes each, are counterbalanced to minimise the force required and allowing raising in five minutes. The two side spans are suspension bridges, each 270 feet long, with the suspension rods anchored both at the abutments and through the rods contained within the bridge's upper walkways. The pedestrian walkways are 143 feet above the river at high tide and is accessed by lifts. One of the chimneys on the bridge, which can be mistaken for a lamppost, connects up to an old fireplace in the guardroom of the Tower of London. It is long disused. The original raising mechanism was powered by pressurised water stored in several hydraulic accumulators. The system was designed and installed by Harrington Owen Rendell. Water at a pressure of 750 psi was pumped into the accumulators by a pair of stationary steam engines. Each drove a force pump from its piston tail rod. The accumulators each comprise a 20-inch ram on which sits a very heavy weight to maintain the desired pressure. The entire hydraulic system along with the gas lighting system was installed by William Sugg & Co. The gas lighting was initially by open flame burners within the lanterns but was soon updated to the later incandescent system. In 1974, the original operating mechanism was largely replaced by a new electro-hydraulic drive system designed by BHA Cromwell House. The only remaining parts of the old system are the final pinions, 
which fit into the racks of the bascules and are driven by the hydraulic motors and gearing. Oil is now used in place of water as the hydraulic fluid. To control the passage of river traffic through the bridge, a number of different rules and signals were employed. Daytime control was provided by red semaphore signals, mounted on a small control cabin on either end of both bridge piers. At night, coloured lights were used in either direction on both piers, two red lights to show that the bridge was closed and two green to show that it was open. In foggy weather, a gong was sounded as well. Vessels passing through the bridge were required to display signals. By day, a black ball at least two feet in diameter was to be mounted high up where it could be seen. By night, two red lights in the same position. Foggy weather required repeated blasts from the ship's steam whistle. If a black ball was suspended from the middle of each walkway, or red light at night, this indicated that the bridge could not be opened. These signals were repeated about 1,000 yards downstream at Cherry Garden Pier, where boats needed to pass through the bridge had to hoist their signal lights and sound their horn, as appropriate, to alert the bridge master. Some of the control mechanism for the signaling equipment has been preserved and is housed in the bridge's museum. Tower Bridge is still a busy crossing of the Thames, used by more than 40,000 people, motorists, cyclists and pedestrians every day. To maintain the integrity of the structure, the City of London Corporation has imposed a 20 mile an hour speed restriction and an 18 ton weight limit on vehicles using the bridge. A camera system measures the speed of traffic crossing the bridge using a number plate recognition system to send fixed penalty notices to speeding drivers. A second system monitors other weight parameters. Induction loop sensors are used to measure the weight and the height of the chassis above the ground level and the number of axles on each vehicle. From the outset, the high-level connection was a pedestrian route and was intended to allow pedestrian movement to continue while the bridge was open. This was closed in 1910 to growing crime in this area, but reopened in 1982 when a glass floor was also installed. The bascules are raised about a thousand times a year. River traffic is now much reduced, but it still takes priority over road traffic. Today, 24 hours notice is required before opening the bridge, and opening times are published in advance on the bridge's website. There is no charge for vessels to open the bridge. The Tower Bridge exhibition is a display housed in the bridge's twin towers, the high-level walkways of Victorian engine rooms. It uses film, photos and interactive displays to explain why and how Tower Bridge was built. Visitors can access the original steam engines that once powered the bridge bascules, housed in a building close to the south end of the bridge. The exhibition charges an admission fee. Entrance is by the west side of the bridge deck by the northern tower, from where visitors ascend to level four by lift before crossing the high level walkways to the southern tower. In the towers and walkways is an exhibition of the history of the bridge. The walkways also provide views over the city, the Tower of London and the Pool of London, and include a glass-floored section. From the South Tower, visitors can visit the engine rooms with the original steam engines, which are situated in a separate building beside the southern approach to the bridge. If you fancy having a look at inside of the Tower Bridge and the Tower Bridge exhibition, we do have a video on London Visited, our YouTube channel, which you can search and find and have a good look at. Although Tower Bridge is an undoubted landmark, professional commentators in the early 20th century were critical of its aesthetics. It represents the vice of tawdiness and pretentiousness and a falsification of the actual facts of the structure, wrote Henry Heathcote. While another stated, a more absurd structure than Tower Bridge has never thrown across a strategic river. Benjamin Chrysler, the New York Times film critic, wrote in 1938, three unique and valuable institutions the British have that we in America have not. 
Magna Carta, the Tower Bridge, and Alfred Hitchcock. Architectural historian Dan Cruikshank selected Tower Bridge as one of his four choices for the 2002 BBC TV documentary series, Britain's Best Buildings. A partial replica of Tower Bridge has been built in the city of Shizhou in China. The replica differs from the original in having no lifting mechanism and four separate towers. The Shizhou replica was renovated in 2019, giving it a new look that differs from the original London design. There have been incidents on the bridge, and these are, on the 10th of January 1912, a pioneering stunt pilot Francis McLean flew between the two bascules and the high-level walkways in his short brother's S-33 floatplane. McLean became a celebrity overnight because of the stunt and went on to fly underneath London Bridge, Blackfriars Bridge and Waterloo Bridge. On the 3rd of August 1922, a 13-year-old boy fell off a slipway next to the south side of Tower Bridge. A man jumped into the Thames to save him, but both were pulled under a barge by Butler's Wharf and drowned. In December 1952, the bridge opened while a number 78 double-decker bus was crossing from the south bank. At that time, the gateman would ring a warning bell and close the gates when the bridge was clear before the watchman ordered the raising of the bridge. The process failed while a relief watchman was on duty. The bus was near the edge of the south bascule when it started to rise. Driver Albert Gunter made a split-second decision to accelerate, clearing the three-foot gap to drop six feet onto the north bascule, which had not yet started to rise. There were no serious injuries. Gunter was given £10, equivalent to £290 now, by the city corporation to honour his act of bravery. On the 5th of April 1968, a Royal Air Force Hawker Hunter FGA-9 fighter jet from Number 1 Squadron made an unauthorised flight through Tower Bridge. Unimpressed that senior staff were not going to celebrate the RAF's 50th birthday with a flypast, the pilot flew at low altitude down the Thames, without authorisation, past the Houses of Parliament, and continued on towards the bridge. He flew beneath the walkway at an estimated 300 miles per hour. He was placed under arrest upon landing and discharged from the RAF on medical grounds, without the chance to defend himself at a court-martial. In the summer of 1973, a single-engine Beagle pup was twice flown under the pedestrian walkway of Tower Bridge by 29-year-old stockbroker's clerk, Peter Martin. Martin, who was on bail following accusations of stock market fraud, then buzzed buildings in the city before flying north towards the Lake District, where he died when his aircraft crashed some two hours later. In May 1997, the motorcade of the United States President Bill Clinton was divided by the opening of the bridge. The Thames sailing barge Gladys, on her way to a gathering at St Catherine's Docks, arrived on schedule and the bridge was open for her. Returning from a Thames-side lunch at Le Pont de Tour restaurant with UK Prime Minister Tony Blair, President Clinton was less punctual and arrived just as the bridge was rising. The bridge opening split the motorcade in two, much to the consternation of security staff. A spokesman for Tower Bridge is quoted as saying, We tried to contact the American Embassy, but they wouldn't answer the phone. On the 19th of August 1999, Jeff Smith, a freeman of the City of London, drove a flock of two sheep across the bridge. He was exercising a claimed ancient permission, granted as a right to freemen, to make a point about the powers of older citizens and the way in which their rights were being eroded. Before dawn on the 31st of October 2003, David Chick, a Fathers for Justice campaigner, climbed a 100-foot tower crane near Tower Bridge at the start of a six-day protest dressed as Spider-Man. Fearing for his safety and that of motorists that he should fall, Police cordoned off the area, closed the bridge and surrounding roads and caused widespread traffic congestion across the city and East London. The Metropolitan Police were later criticised for maintaining the closure for five days when this was not strictly necessary in the eyes of some citizens. 
On the 11th of May 2009, six people were trapped and injured after a lift fell 10 feet inside the North Tower. On the 9th of August 2021, the bridge remained open after a technical failure. The bridge had opened to let the Jubilee Trust tall ship sail through at 2pm before getting stuck. The bridge was closed and reopened to traffic approximately 12 hours later. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at the iconic Tower Bridge. Whatever podcast service you use to listen to this, please do subscribe to get updates on new shows and also please do leave us some feedback. Now, like this one, which was a request, if you've got any other places you'd like us to feature on future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, www.londonvisited.co.uk or you can email me directly on londonvisited at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.